Two two three still working. It's two two nine. So uh, when are we gonna party, Denise? Whenever you got some rock to smoke, I'll make sure your shit gets rocked. <laughs> the spot is two eight. I'll take you. Tell him PJ sent you. PJ sent me. What do you have? Dimes. Let me have a nice one. Get the hell out of here, girl. You can't do your smoke in here. You know the rules. Okay, chill. Ho.
Start, chill. He's in there. Where? Okay. Okay. Denise, how about we try Bedstein? Robbery. Blackmails 20 to 30. Okay? I'm tired of this, okay? I'm, I'm going home. No, before you go, Denise, maybe we could hear the story one more time. It might jog your memory. What's wrong with you guys? Don't you write this shit down? Yes, we write it down. Here it is. Male black, mid-20s, six foot one, 220 pounds, dark skin, short hair, fat face, fat hands. We write it down. This is the guy, come here. What? This is him. Except he had kind of a rough beard or something. That's him. Name's Jesse Williams. You know this guy, Denise? No. But you're sure he's the one? Yes, that's him. You're sure he's the one? Yeah, I'm sure. Look, Denise, if we brought this Jesse Williams in here, could you identify him? mean in person? No way, man. I want to see him. We need you to pick this guy out of a lineup, Denise. You'll be in another room. He won't see you. We nail this guy. He goes away for 25 years. Well, we rolling up the... Yo, man, TV. Rock! Rock! Turn it over and rock it, Yo. You Jesse Williams? Can we talk? Jesse, I'm Detective Riley. This is Detective Clay. How you doing? Man, you don't care how I'm doing. What you want from me? Well, Jesse, would you mind coming down to the precinct? Would I mind? Why would I mind? You see, Jesse, there's something come up that we need to clear up. There was a robbery in the neighborhood. Girl got a face slashed. Did his 63 stitches to close the wound. Big fucking scar. Hey, man, I didn't cut nobody. Hey, nobody said you did, Jesse. Are you arresting me? Because I didn't do nothing. Relax, Jesse, all right? Don't get so uptight. Now, we just want to ask you some questions to get you back home. The lieutenant said we should do it down at the precinct. I told him it was bullshit. It is bullshit. Then you got nothing to worry about. Let's go down, huh? Wipe the slate clean. 
Do I got a choice here? Look, Jesse, you don't want to come, you don't have to. Nobody's forcing you. Let me just drop this stuff off with my mom. Take your time. I'll tag along. Make this banana. Hey, Ma. <laughs> Hi, baby. Look, Ma, I got to go with this guy. I'll be back in a little while. Jesse, where are you going? It ain't no big deal. It's just a little police thing. Police? Don't worry about it. Jesse, did something happen? Don't worry about it. Honey, did you do something? No, I didn't do nothing. Man. I bought these diapers. Take care of little Jesse for me. I'll be back in a little while. Don't worry, Mom. Jesse. It's OK. Let's go. Assalamualaikum, man. Yo, man, don't be disrespectful like that. Don't eat you. Welcome to my world, Jesse. Hey, man, I'm sorry about what happened to this girl, but I don't know her, and I wasn't Ned. Sit down. The rap sheet, Frank. Have a seat, Jesse. Ooh. Your eyeball stuck in your head or what? Behave yourself, bro. Some record you got here, Jesse. What, one felony conviction? Come on. A year and change upstate for selling drugs? Assault? Criminal possession of narcotics? Petty larceny? Hey, fuck that shit. The truth is, I sold some coke on the street when I was 20 years old. I got caught, I copped the plea. You know why? Because I figure you do the crime, you take the time. Take off your hat. Don't diss me, man. Oh. Excuse me. Other stuff inside of there is bullshit. What, boosting at A&S? And two arguments with my old lady? Come on, after we kissed and made up, she dropped the charges. But here, I don't got nothing to cop to. Zero. I mean, why would I do some dumb shit like that? I don't know, homeboy. But the girl's saying it was you. Somebody who Let's looks go. like me. Hustle, boy. Come here, move, now, move. Hey, money, what's up? Okay, I'm fingerprint this time. Move. I mean, what the hell is this shit? TNT sweet. You looking for friends? I mean, how many people you arrest today? That's classified information. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get out of here now or what? Look, Jesse, there's one way to resolve this whole thing. I mean, being that you're here anyway and whatnot. Why not step into the lineup? The lineup. Yeah, what the fuck? We clear this thing up today. We don't have to bother you anymore. Yeah, it's not like you're under arrest or anything, Jesse. Probably take 10 minutes tops. Fuck it. I ain't do nothing. I don't got nothing to lose. Identify the man who robbed and cut you. But remember, you gotta be absolutely sure. He may not even be there. 
there, do I have to testify? At the grand jury, yes. But then he'll indict him, and chances are he'll plead guilty, and you'll never even have to see him. sure? Yeah, I'm sure. 100%. Okay, good. We'll take it from here. Come on, you don't have to look at him anymore. Over here. It wasn't me, man. All right, Come you on. guys back to the shelter. You can pick up your five spots marbles of plan on the way. Jesse, come with me. How do I do, man? I don't know. How do I do? Oh, bad news, Jesse. There was a hit, and you're under arrest. Are you crazy or something? Huh? You fucking hands up! Now, you answer me with a yes or a no answer. You have the right to remain silent and refuse to answer questions. You understand that? Huh? Fuck you. Take off the hat. Do you understand yes or no? Yes. Anything you say can be used against you in a court of law. Do you understand? Yeah. You have the right to consult with an attorney before speaking to the police and to have an attorney present during any questioning now or in the future. Do you understand? Yeah. Good. Now that I've advised you of your rights, are you willing to answer questions? I told you I didn't do it. I ain't the guy! What happened, Jesse? She wouldn't pay for a crack? I got nothing more to say to you till I speak to a lawyer. You have it your way, scumbag. No problem. All right. I don't know, Ma. You're just gonna have to come down here and wait. Just get on Jane to keep him, all right?
Yo, when you gonna call my case? You're asking the wrong guy. I've been in here a day and a half already. Yo, Jess, they called you yet? I've been in here for two days already. What happened to you? Yo, listen up, Jesse Williams, you're to go. to get you out of here but first i gotta tell you what you're being charged with all right now they're saying that on november the 11th 1989 at 2 a.m in the lobby of 229 kingman that you displayed a knife to denise moore and you took from her a sum of money and some jewelry a necklace oh man it's bullshit i didn't do that and that you slashed her across the face causing a cut that required 63 stitches now, they're charging you with assault in the first degree and robbery in the first degree, both felonies. Now, do you know Denise Moore? No, man. She's probably some crackhead. Why do you say that? Because I know 229 Kingman. It's a spot. Oh, yeah, no question. Do you cop there? Man, I live in a fucking neighborhood. I don't do that shit, all right? Okay. All right. Now, where were you on November 11th at 2 a.m.? I was home in bed. Who else was there with you? My mom, my kid. Are they outside waiting for me? I will check when we're through. Now, what did you do that night? We had uh, Chinese food. We sat around watching TV. What did you watch? Some Charles Bronson movie. Now, did you go out at all during the evening? Just to pick up the Chinese? That was at 7.30, right? I was in the rest of the night. Okay. What about your son's mother? Where is she? Drug rehab upstate. All right, Jesse. You were arrested on Wednesday at about 5 p.m. Where were you? I was on my way home. Two cops show up, tell me they want me to come down to the precinct to answer some questions. I tell them I ain't done nothing. Did they say that you were under arrest? No, they didn't tell me that. Uh -huh. Then we get there, they ask me if I want to be in a lineup. Like, I got a fucking choice, right? They brought in four guys from the shelter who don't look nothing like me. It was totally bogus, man. Bullshit. Next thing I know, they're telling me I've been picked out and I'm under arrest. And what did you say? I told them they got their head up their ass and I got nothing more to say. Mr. Gringle, am I getting out of here? It's Ringle. Ringle. If it were up to me, Jesse, you would be going home today. But I'm not the fucking judge, all right? All right, now, did you finish your parole? Yeah, I'll finish. Are you working now? No, I'll start next week at the service station. 
talking to machine for? What's my record got to do with anything, man? I didn't do nothing. Just because some base head host said I did something, don't mean I did it. Jesse, the judge and the DA are looking at your sheet, all right? They're going to use it as part of your bail application. Now, you don't want the only schmuck in there not knowing what's being talked about to be your own attorney, do you? No, I don't. Good. Look, Jesse, the only person I care about here is you. I don't give a shit about Denise Moore. I don't give a shit about the judges, the DA. They're not my fucking clients. So if there was anything that you know about this, now is a good time to tell me. Mr. Wrinkle, I can't tell... It's Wrinkle. Wrinkle, look. Take my card. Wrinkle. Mr. Wrinkle, I can't tell you nothing. I wasn't there. Okay, I believe you. Now, are there any questions that you want to ask me? Am I going home today? Jesse, the DA is going to look at your sheet, see the fact that you were a predicate felon, the fact that the girl got 63 stitches across the face, the lineup ID, and is going to set a bail of uh, 10 grand. Oh, man. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do my spiel, all right? So you went in voluntarily. The lineup sucked. There were no weapons recovered. I'm going to ask for ROR, and the judge is probably going to set a bail of 2500 2500 bucks? Yeah. Shit, man, I ain't rich. Any chance you people can make that? No. No way. All right, just right here. Now call for you. Judge, with all due respect, that bail request is a joke. The DA asked for $5,000 on every single drug sale case, no matter what the facts are. That's, that's their office policy. I mean, I know that, you know that. Mr. Crosley certainly knows that. But it's not appropriate in this case. This is Mr. Jones. I want to hear for Jesse Williams. Assistant, including family court. Now, CJA recommends Jesse Williams are based on verified ties. Now, I just got off the phone with his mother. Who's on her way down here right now? Yes, sir. Well, tonight, Joe. What is it with these TNT cops, eh? Playing college for dollars? You got something against overtime, Ringo? Yeah. Legal aid don't pay it. I'm Freda Charles, Jesse's mother. I'm David Ringo. I'm Jesse's lawyer. He's been accused of a robbery that occurred early morning, November 11th, night, November 10th. Now, he tells me that he was with you. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember. He was with me the whole time. How can they just hold him in there like a dog, Mr. Ringle? He, he didn't do nothing, and he's been locked up for two whole days. I'm going to try and get him out, but I need to know how much bail you can make. Not much. Okay, you sit in the second row. All right, I'll see you later. 1990, part APN. Next case. Jose Santiago, step up. Jose Santiago charged with violating penal law 120.00 and 120.15. I was off, Mitchell, to play my song. I warmed him up for you. Thank you. Counselor, wave the reading. So waved. Can't we dispose of this? What are the people offering, Mr. Crosley? Uh, disorderly conduct, Judge. He hit the woman. How bad was she hurt? Her face was red and swollen. Judge, she refused medical attention. This case is really crying out for ACD. What's the relationship here? Husband and wife, Your Honor. How long have they been married? Two weeks. I guess that you could say that the uh, honeymoon is officially over. <laughs> but, Judge, uh, at the precinct, she told him she didn't want to prosecute. Well, how about it, Mr. Crosley? Come on, Crosley. Think of it as a wedding gift to the happy couple. All right, but with an order of protection. Okay, this case is adjourned in contemplation of a dismissal. I warn you, Mr. Santiago, if you go near your wife with anything but love in your heart, you will answer to this court. Next case. Jesse Williams, step out. 
Jesse Williams, step out. Jesse Williams charged with violating Penal Law 160.15 and 120.10 on the complaint of Denise Moore. Councillor, waive the reading. So waived. Let me hear you, Mr. Crosley, on the question of bail. Your Honor, this is a very strong case. The complainant was robbed at knife point, slashed across the face. She received 63 stitches and spent five days in the hospital. Now, she picked out the defendant's photo and positively ID'd him in a lineup. Looking at his record, I see that he's been upstate, so he's facing substantial amount of time and has a lot of incentive not to return to court. Also, Your Honor, the criminal justice agency was unable to verify the defendant's community ties. Therefore, the people are requesting bail of $10,000. Mr. Ringel? First, Judge, the only reason the CJA couldn't confirm Mr. Williams' community ties is because his mother, who was sitting in the second row, has been here in court for the last two days. Now, she has verified all the information, including the fact that Mr. Williams is about to start a job at a service station. Yeah, start next week. Further, Judge, I think that what is most significant about Mr. Williams' sheet is that never, not once, did he bench warrant. He makes all of his court appearances. Now, as to the lineup, I'm sure that Mr. Crossley here will confirm that my client went down to the precinct voluntarily and cooperated fully. Is that right? Yeah, they didn't shh, tell shh, me. Shh. It appears so. Look, Judge, I'm not going to minimize the crime, but you have to remember that it's a one-witness ID case. It takes place at night in a dark hallway. Now, the woman gets cut near the eye, so obviously there's an impact on her ability to identify an assailant. Plus, Your Honor, 229 Kingman is a crack spot. So I think that it's a fair inference that anybody there at 2 a.m. is buying crack. So there will be serious questions as to the complainant's credibility and whether or not she made a mistake here. So, Judge, given that Mr. Williams has never bench warranted, I think that what's appropriate here is for him to be released on his own recognizance. Sorry, Counselor. No ROR. I'm setting bail at $5,000 bond or $2,500 cash alternative. I assume you want the 180-80 day? Yes, Judge. That'll be December 4th, AP1. Next case. Carl Peterson, step up. I'll talk to you in a moment. Report to me, sir. Yes. Yes. Carl Peterson charged with violating penal law number 142.5 and 143.5. Counselor, waive the reading. I don't have that kind of money, Mr. Ringo. Okay, now, Jesse will be back in court in four days. It's the 180 day. 180 Okay, 180-80 means that the DA has until 5 o'clock on the 4th to get an indictment from the grand jury. If not, Jesse will be released. Ringo, Ringo, the judge is calling your case. Between now and then, I don't want you to talk to anybody but me about this, all right? Not the police, not your friends, not nobody. I need this grand jury. I gotta put in a buy and bust. No way, Madsen. This is my grand jury. I got a 180-80 deadline. I'm not gonna blow. So why aren't you in there? 
Witness didn't show. Don't worry, I won't be long. You know, that's what I heard from your fiance. At least I got one, Liz. Liz. Riley, where's Denise? Tell me she's in the bathroom and we're ready to go in. No, you don't want me lying in these hollow paws of justice, do you? Shit, shit, shit. All yours, Mets. Come on, Riley. Look, the grand jury's a zoo. But if you can get her here by 4.30, I'll finesse it. I got somebody working on it, Liz. But the girl is scared. Well, if she gives you a song and dance about dropping charges, you just tell her that if she doesn't come in, Jesse Williams will hit the streets in time for dinner, and there won't be a damn thing anyone can do about it. Pringle, you going to APN? I've already been. No more narcotics for me today, at least while I'm working. Pringle, aren't I the guy who fixed you up with the lovely Risa? Ah, yeah. The woman who busted my balls because I had to work all night. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I need a favor back. Now, I was supposed to be in front of Hammerman at three, but I got these two drug Mitchell, cases. Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. I got four more cases here, then I got two more parts to get, plus it's cruel and unusual punishment to send me back there twice in the same day. Juan Santana. Let me guess his story. He's not the seller, he's the user. He was just there to cop. The only reason he has marked money is because the real seller gave it to him as change. No, that, that's this one, John Jefferson. Now, Juan was there to visit his friend Tony. Tony said, I'm going out for a while. Could you watch the place while I'm gone? And wouldn't you know it, that's just when a cops came, found a stash. Can you tell me why, if there's eight million people in the naked city, there's only two stories? <laughs> you owe me, Mitch. Uh, thanks, buddy. Elizabeth Carter. Liz, it's David Ringel. To what do I owe this pleasure? I take it this isn't a social call, Ringel. Not exactly. It's about Jesse Williams. Uh, I understand that you're handling the case. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be presented today? The clock's running down, Liz. Definitely. This indictment will be voted before 5. He's not getting out. Oh, really? Really? The complainant showed? The victim's on her way in. Speaking of which, is your guy testifying? Doubtful. Doubtful. I'm waiting for him to be produced. Look, Liz, is there an offer on this? Attempt robbery two, three to six. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. We got a bad connection. What was that? What was that? Was that attempt robbery three, two to four? You heard me, Ringo. You should see the scar. This guy of yours is a horror. You mean the guy who did it is a horror? Liz, you got a one witness ID here, and your one witness is probably a crackhead. Three to six, Ringo. Got it? Good. Mr. Ring. Mr. Z. They're making a lot on your case. Attempted robbery in the second degree, three to six years. Hey, man, I'm gonna go out of state for something I didn't do. Well, I'm not saying that you should. I just gotta make you understand what you're facing. Now, you're a predicate felon, and that means that the minimum on the robbery is four and a half to nine. The max is 12 and a half to 25. Now, the max on the assault is seven and a half to 15. Hey, man, I know the numbers. Are you on my side or what? Yes, I'm on your side. But I wasn't there at 229 Kingman. I don't know what happened. But I do know this. If you're guilty, you should probably jump all over this. How many times I got to tell you this? I wasn't there either. I Okay, okay. You're not interested. No, I'm not. 
in the meantime, the DA has until the end of the day to get an indictment on you. If he doesn't... Why wouldn't he get an indictment on me? I said the complainant doesn't show. Maybe she gets sick. Maybe she gets hit by a bus. Maybe she decides to drop the charges. Maybe. But, Jesse, that's not the end of the case. It just means you get to go home. The DA still has six months to go back to the grand jury and get an indictment. I want to go to the grand jury. I want to go to the grand jury. No, 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 no. Jesse, it's a bad idea. Why? Because the grand jury is the DA's ball game. He can get them to indict a cheese sandwich if he wants. Because your mother saying that you were home asleep ain't gonna change the minds. You gotta remember, I'm not gonna be in the grand jury. It's not a trial. I can't cross-examine the girl. And they'll listen to her if she comes in. If she comes in. Right. Right. And if she does, they'll look at her scar and they'll leave any questions about your guilt or innocence to a trial jury. But I've got an alibi. Which I do not want you to lay out to the DA. You just give her six months to get ready to rip it apart, plus it locks you into a defense. What you mean by that? Well, I mean, in two weeks you may come to me and tell me that Denise Moore was your girlfriend and you had a fight. She came to you for money to buy crack, you refused, then she came at you with a knife, and in the struggle she got cut. I'm not gonna tell you that. Yeah, but Jesse, defenses change. What if the grand jury believes me? Then they'll vote no true bill, the case will be dismissed, and you'll go home. And then you can say to me, I told you so. Jesse, it's your call. But it's my job to advise you. And my advice to you is that it would be a big fucking mistake to put this alibi into the grand jury. But you gotta decide now. What do you wanna do? You're my lawyer. Liz Carter from the district attorney's office. Nice to meet you, Denise. You okay? Yeah. I know it took a lot of guts to come over here. He ain't gonna be there, is he? Jesse Williams? No, I'm sure he won't. Now, the grand jury is real easy. There'll be about 20 people in there. I'll ask you some questions. You tell the truth, and they'll indict the creep. Don't worry. You and I, we're gonna put this guy away for a long time. Ms. Moore, let me direct your attention to November 11th, 1989 at 2 a.m. Where were you at that time? 229 Kingman Street. In Kings County? Yeah, Brooklyn. Ms. Moore, Please describe, in substance, what, if anything, happened at that time. I went into 229 to visit my friend Anthony, but he wasn't home. On my way out of the building, I got grabbed and thrown up against the wall. This guy, he had a big knife. He robbed me and he slashed my face. Gave me 63 stitches. And he told me, if I ever talked about it, he'd kill me. What did he take? 50 bucks in my gold chain. <coughs> Ripped it right off my neck. Ms. Moore, approximately how close to him were you through this incident? 
this close. Now, Ms. Moore, let me direct your attention to November 28th, 1989 at 5 p.m. Did you view a lineup on that date? Yeah, I did. Did you recognize anyone in the lineup? Yes, number four. Did you later learn number four's name? Yes, I did. What was it? Jesse Williams. Ms. Moore, where did you recognize Jesse Williams from? He's the one that slashed my face up and robbed me. That's who he is. Thank you. You may step down, Ms. Moore. Ladies and gentlemen, are there any other questions you'd like asked of the witness in addition to those I've asked? I remind you, you're still under oath. Ms. Moore, at any time on the evening in question, did you use crack or any other drug? What? No, I did not. Thank you. You may step down. All in favor of returning an indictment on count one, robbery in the first degree, raise your hand. All in favor of returning an indictment on count two, assault in the first degree, raise your hand. Damn, Mr. Wrinkle, but why has he got to go through with this trial if he didn't do nothing? Mrs. Charles, this is not a trial. It's a conference with a judge. Now, the DA's office is going to make an offer on the case. An offer? For Jesse to plead guilty. Look, they want to avoid going to trial, all right? So the plea bargain that they offer in the conference part is usually as low as they go. It's like the system's way of rewarding people for copping out early. But he didn't do anything. Then he'll turn down the offer, all right? And we go to trial. Exactly. But a trial could take several months. Whether or not he's innocent, going to trial is always a crapshoot. What is the people's offer, Ms. Carter? The offer is three to six, Judge. Girl had 63 stitches, Mr. Ringel. Seems like you're being given a gift here. If he's guilty, Your Honor, he says he didn't do it. Let me speak to him. Step down, please. Mr. Williams. I certainly don't want any innocent people going to jail, but I want you to understand something. You're charged with a particularly nasty robbery and assault. The district attorney's offering three to six years, and I'm willing to go along with that offer. Not because I think that's what the case is worth, but because last year there were over 14,000 indictments right here in Brooklyn alone. <laughs> I have over 50 cases on my calendar today. Our city jails are filled to 110% of capacity. A federal judge is threatening to set inmates Shh, free. That's why you're being offered this plea. If you didn't commit the crime, sir, you should turn down the offer and go to trial. But bear this in mind. If you're convicted after trial, you'll be sentenced to what this case is worth. 
And that, sir, trust me, is not three to six. He's not interested in three to six, Your Honor. Mr. Williams, you want a trial, you're gonna get one. I'm marking this three to six, not to be reoffered and sending it to a trial part. Good day, sir. Good day to you. Mrs. Charles, I'm going to try and get the lineup thrown out, all right? But the judge might not allow that, so we'll have to go to trial. And we have to be ready for that. So I want to ask you a few questions. On the night of November the 10th, both you and Jesse said that you were at home watching a movie on TV. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what that movie was? It was a Charles Bronson movie. You're sure? I'm sure. I am positive. Look, I don't mean to be confrontational, but if you testify... The DA is going to mean to be confrontational. Now, I checked the TV guide. There was no Charles Bronson movie on that night. Now, could you be mistaken? I don't know. Maybe it was Rambo, and I thought it was Charles Bronson. Well, what time did you go to sleep that night? After the movie, about 11, 11.30. How about Jesse? He was asleep by then, too. He couldn't have gone out in the middle of the night. I mean, you only live a couple of blocks from the crime scene. No, I'm a very light sleeper, and I would have heard him. And you didn't? No, I didn't. Mrs. Charles, you love your son, Jesse, don't you? Yes, I do. You love him very much, right? Yes. And you don't want to see him go to jail? No, I do not. So would it be fair to say that you would do anything that you could to help him? Well, sure. I mean, he is my son. Would you even lie for him? Well... See, Mrs. Charles, that's the kind of question that the DA is going to ask, and you can't be seen thinking about it in front of a jury. The answer is no, I wouldn't lie. Miss Carter, do you have any idea where he is? It's the last case on the calendar. I don't know, Judge. I'm here. Well, good morning, Mr. Ringle. I'm late, Judge. Mr. Ringle, my note is you were supposed to have filed your motion to suppress the lineup last week. I haven't seen it, sir. Uh, Judge, I was on trial in front of Judge Taylor. Mr. All Ringle. Week. I'll have a surf by five. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming out this Saturday, Riley. No problem, Liz. There it is, across the street. 229 Kingman. TNT burned this crack spot here a month ago. To that bus, this building was happening 24 and 7. And you couldn't find an Anthony? Nope. No witnesses at all. This is it. The crack spot worked on the second floor. The guy grabbed Denise coming down the stairs here. He pulled her over here, slashed her, 
and she fell right there. Poor kid. Yeah. The idea is Williams probably needed money to score. He waited for a Vic here in the shadows, ripped her off, and took off out the back. There's the light. She saw his face. Now if this ever goes to trial... Liz, this ain't going to trial. Your only witness is too flaky and too scared. Make a deal. Put the guy away. You don't think Denise will hold up under cross, Riley? Do you? Sorry, folks. Everything has to be adjourned. The judge has a funeral today. How about May 17th? Yeah, it's fine. Fine. Uh, listen, is there any decision on the lineup yet, Benny? Sorry, no. Denise, did you know that the police went to 229 Kingman and they couldn't find anyone living there named Anthony? Who? Do you know 229's a crack spot? Yeah, so there's a lot of crack spots. Denise, have you ever been convicted of a crime? No. Denise, there are two things I care about. One is putting this guy away for as long as possible. The other is helping you out so that you're not destroyed on the witness stand. And I got to tell you, you're not being straight with me. I have your record here, and it says, for one, that you were convicted of shoplifting on April 19th, 1988. Yeah, but it wasn't me. But Denise, it says here that you pled guilty in criminal court. Yeah, but I didn't do it. So, when you were in court that day, in front of the judge, you were lying, is that it? No. And all these other times, you pled guilty, prostitution, drug possession. You were lying to the judge also? Is that true? No. See, they said, take a plea and you walk, mm -hmm. right? So I took one. I didn't want to go to jail. What's the big deal anyway? I'm not the one on trial here. No. But when there is a trial, Jesse's attorney is going to rake you over the coals about your record. And if he can make you seem like a liar about this or anything else, even what you had for dinner last night, the jury may not take your word about who robbed you and slashed your face. Yeah, well, I wasn't out buying crack that night, I. <sighs> Denise, I'm going to be honest with you, OK? Every goddamn case I've tried this year, every goddamn one has had crack floating around in it somewhere. Every robbery is a drug deal gone bad. Every shooting is a battle over drug turf. And my gut instinct in this case, my guts, is that Jesse needed money for crack and that you were at 229, maybe trying to score a little too. And it was the wrong spot at the wrong time. Does that ring a bell to you? God damn it, doesn't ring a fucking bell with me. Jesse Williams slashed my face. And everybody kept telling me that I wouldn't have to testify. And now you're telling me that I may have to testify? Well, look, it's my face he slashed, all right? It's me he's gonna stomp on. And all you're fucking worried about is if I had crack that night? Fuck you, all right? 
fuck you and fuck this shit! Counselors, here's the opinion on suppressing the lineup. Mr. Ringel, I'm denying your motion. Both the in-court and out-of-court IDs stand. Now, where's the defendant, Benny? Judge, the defendant is in the building, but the elevator's on the fritz. No, really? Well, counselors, we're ready for trial. Any last chance for a disposition now? Judge, if we could dispose of it today, we'd go down a count to two to four as a one-time only offer. I'm sorry, I see here Judge Molino has marked this three to six not to be reoffered. Get me, Molino. Darling, now. Frank, this is Benny. We need Molino. Yeah, all right, Irving Ratner here. I have this uh, Jesse Williams case. You marked three to six not to be reoffered in front of me. The people have some problems now, and they're coming down to two to four. I wanted to touch base. Is two to four okay with you? Irving, frankly, I don't remember any Jesse Williams. If two to four sounds good to you, do it. If it doesn't, don't, okay? Today and today only. I told you I didn't do it, and I don't want to plead guilty. I'm not telling you to, but I got to explain the situation. Two to four means you're eligible for parole in 24 months. Now, how much time do you have put in now? Probably six months. Okay, okay. So you'd see the parole board in 18 months and maybe get a work release. That's the positive side. Here's the negative. If you go to trial and you blow the trial, you're looking at a lot more time. I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking at. With you record and the injuries to the girl, 10 to 20 is very realistic. So we're talking, we're talking 2001 A Space Odyssey before you hit the streets again. I'll roll out of jail now. Now, look at me. Look at me. Good. Because after two years go by and you still haven't hit the streets and you're looking at doing another rape because you blew the trial, you're going to think of my ugly face every single day. Why don't I listen to Mr. Ringle? That's what you're going to think. How old's your son? Three. Okay. The difference between pleading guilty today or being found guilty by a jury is the difference between walking your kid to kindergarten or getting out in time to see him graduate from high school. Do you get that? Do you get that, Jesse? I'll take probation, man. I'll take probation. You would? Yeah, sure, if I don't have to go to jail. Sure. How about if they offer time served? Yeah, I guess. Well, they ain't offering that, right? That's not an option. You don't have that option because of your felony conviction. The options that you got are you plead guilty today, Two to four, we go to trial. Look, Jesse, I wasn't a two-to-nine kingman. I don't know what happened. You know if you did it or if you didn't. I don't know, all right? But 
But if you didn't do it, you got to take the plea. Be foolish not to. But I got a good case. I, I got a good alibi. Jesse, your alibi is a piece of shit. I don't care if it's true or not. It is a piece of shit. Yeah, but my mother, she could get up there, she could tell him I wasn't there. What, yeah, there? that's right, that's right. She's your mother, she loves you, she lied for you. Hey! You never call my mother a lie. I am not. But the DA will. She is putting you in the neighborhood at the time that the crime took place. Yeah, asleep. Jesse, she ain't gotta make a good witness. But I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna tell him I wasn't there. That's two against one. You know that you can't testify, Jesse. If you get up and testify, you're gonna lay your record out for them. Yeah, but what's their case? It's just this girl, right? You think she gonna show up? She came into the grand jury, right? That's different. I wasn't there. She didn't have to look me in the eye and lie. She didn't show up on the hearing or the lineup, did she? Yeah, that's because the judge said they didn't have to call her. If she shows now, she gave a description of you that was on the money. And she got you picked out of a lineup now that is very strong. So what you gonna do? You're my lawyer, right? Look, if she does show, she's got that sheet and I'll rip her heart out with that. We'll dirty her up with the crack thing. We're not going to say that the incident didn't happen. Just that she's mistaken about you. Right? She's going to come across as very sympathetic with that scar slashed across her face. <sighs> right? Let me think. I, I just got to think. By pleading guilty here today, you're giving up certain rights that you have under our system of law. You're giving up your right to a trial by jury. Do you understand that? I do. Now, if you had a trial, the people would call witnesses against you. You're giving up your right to cross-examine those witnesses. Do you understand that? I do. You're also giving up your right to call witnesses in your own behalf, to testify in your own behalf, or to remain silent should you choose to do so. Do you understand that? Now, Mr. Williams, I indicated I would sentence you to two to four years in state prison. Is that your understanding of the promise? Yes, it is. It is. Now, Mr. Williams, tell me, in your own words, what happened on November 11th, 1989, at 229 Kingman Street at 2 a.m.? Mr. Williams. Did you understand my question? What happened at 229 Kingman Street on November 11th, 1989 at 2 a.m.? How do I know? I wasn't there. Jesse, if you want to take the plea, you got to tell the judge now. It's now or never. It's never. I ain't taking it, sir. 
Mr. Williams, in the interest of time, I was willing to go along with the DA's offer of two to four. That offer is history now. But let me make one thing perfectly clear. I look on a crime as vicious as this as being worth a lot more than two to four. Now, Mr. Williams, you will receive a fair trial, and I hope for your sake, sir, you are not convicted. Because if you are, you will face me on sentencing day, and that will not be pleasant. Counsels, be ready to start jury selection tomorrow. I hope you did the right thing. This girl ain't gonna show. I know it. And they know it. She's not gonna show up. Okay. Morning, Judge. You see this, that goddamn Steinbrenner. Unbelievable move, huh? I hate being a Yankee fan. I really hate it. Well, hot off the press, here it is, your monthly stat sheet. Still leading the league in dispositions? Yeah, barely, but Hammerman's closing fast. Thank God I'm not competing with the drug judges. You should see the numbers they're putting up. Bellotti, 561 dispositions, 558 plea bargains, three trials. Katz, 600 dispos, six trials. Lincroft, 631, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They probably wish they're getting paid on a piecework basis. Don't we all? Well, Mr. Cooper, let's dispense some justice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brooklyn Supreme Court. I'm Judge Irving Ratner, and this is the voir dire, where we'll determine which of you will actually serve as jurors. We'll put 12 of you in the box at one time, and then we'll begin to weed it down. Now, one of the greatest services a citizen can perform is to be a juror at a trial. Trials are the culmination, the crowning jewel, really, of our system of justice. They demonstrate our belief in the principle that an individual is not guilty of a crime until a jury of his peers examines the evidence and determines that guilt to be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. That is the burden of proof and it rests with the people throughout the trial. Mr. Williams, please stand and face the prospective jurors. Now, this case involves charges that Mr. Williams allegedly robbed and assaulted Ms. Denise Moore at 229 Kingman Street on the 11th of November, 1989. Mr. Williams, thank you. Please sit. Let's begin. I'm a prosecutor, and as prosecutors, we don't pick our witnesses from central casting. They're not perfect. In this trial, ladies and gentlemen, you'll find that Denise Moore has been convicted of a number of misdemeanors. Do you believe, based on that fact alone, that she would be lying on the stand? How about you, Ms. Gibson? N no. You won't just throw out what she says? No, I listen to what she has to say and take it from there. As Miss Carter just told you, will be a witness, Denise Moore. And she'll be sitting in this chair under oath. And she will point at Mr. Williams and she will say, he did it. I'm positive. Now, would that be the end of the case for you? How about you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hughes? No, sir. Right. 
It's up to you to determine whether she's accurate, mistaken, or lying. How many of you have been victims of crime? So can we all agree that someone who's been convicted of, say, shoplifting or loitering could also be the victim of a crime, just like you or me or anyone else, right? Of course they could be. It's common sense. You a baseball fan? Oh, yes. Which team do you follow? The Yankees. Did you ever make a bet with a friend? You know, like, um, who led the league in batting? You knew you were right. You were sure that it was Don Mattingly. You were absolutely positive that he won a 356. Make a bet like that? Oh, sure. Did you ever find out that it was Wade Boggs? <laughs> yeah. See? Being positive didn't make you right, now, did it? But if I prove my case beyond a reasonable doubt, how will you vote? Guilty. How will you vote? Guilty. You? Guilty. Ms. Carson, how will you vote? Guilty. So, if at the end of the case, I deliver my summation, and I give you 10 reasonable doubts, which you can base a verdict of not guilty on, and Ms. Carter gets up, and she shoots down nine of them, just disintegrates nine of them, leaving you with one reasonable doubt. Now how are you gonna vote? Uh, not guilty. What do you mean, uh? You understand you don't have a choice, sir. Now, you all understand that, right? Okay, Mr. Evans is in. We just need four more bodies, counselors, and we have a jury. Let's move it along. I want to start opening statements tomorrow. And Mr. Ringo, keep it short. Yes, Your Honor. A Detective Riley on one for you, Liz. Riley, why do I know this is bad news? What is it, no Denise? Worth. Lane found her in the street. She's denying using, but she's in bad shape. Look, Riley, however you do it, I don't care. Just get her cleaned up, put her up someplace downtown, and babysit her till she comes to court. Because without Denise Riley, we're going straight down the tubes. Hey, look, Denise. You're gonna feel so much better when this is all over. I guarantee it. It ain't ever gonna be over. Oh, sure it is. I'm really proud of you going in there and testifying and getting it all out. It's a good thing. Look at me, I'm a mess. Come on, Denise, you're only 19 years old. You got your whole life in front of you. Look, you got problems, I got problems. We all do. We're trying to work them out. That's why you're here, ain't it? Hmm? That's what it's about. How you doing? I'm all right. Jesse Jr., come on over here. With the uh, jury. Mm -hmm. 
Mr. Ringo talked to you about testifying tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah? But, Jesse, do you know what you're doing? Oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. How's Jesse? He ain't causing no problem, mm -hmm. right? Ain't no burden enough. You no, know he's fine. Jesse. Look at the way he's growing up down there. Like <laughs> a weed. Now, Jesse. What? I want to help you. Now, how can I help you? Don't worry about me. But what if that girl comes in? Now, what can she say? She ain't coming in. But if she does, can she say anything? Nothing. Lies. Ma, look, why don't you bring one kid up here so I can look at it? I want to see his baby. Bring one up here. <laughs> Come on. Jesse Jr., come here, honey. Come on, come on, say hi, Daddy. Don't be afraid. Okay. Say hi, Daddy. You ain't giving your nana no trouble, is you? No, say no. <laughs> I'm gonna be home real soon. Okay? I miss you. Bye-bye. Guy Williams, is he gonna be there? Yeah. Oh shit, man, he's gonna be sitting there and I'm gonna have to point my finger at him and say, you're the one that did it, right? Denise, you'll be protected. <sighs> Look, I'm sorry about missing my appointments and all, but you don't understand what I'm going through. I do. No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell me shit. You got a good job. You probably got some cute, rich boyfriend. Yeah, and I doubt nobody's ever gonna slash your face either, huh? Denise, I wouldn't be here at 10 o'clock at night if I didn't care about you, okay? Let's go in your room and talk. Okay. Excuse the place, it ain't much here. Now let's talk about tomorrow. Okay. When I ask you questions, it'll be easy. You just go through the story step by step. I didn't just crack that night. Did I ask that? Denise, you've got to listen to the question before you answer it. Especially when William's lawyer is cross-examining you. If a question calls for a one-word answer, yes or no, just say yes or no. Don't volunteer anything. I guarantee this lawyer is going to argue with you, and he's going to try to get under your skin. You can't let him. Don't worry. Look, this happened six months ago, so no one's going to expect you to remember every detail. Just tell the truth. Are they going to ask me about my record, you know, about the prostitution and drugs? Yes, I'm sure he will. <laughs> and when he does, don't argue with him. Denise, just answer the questions. Don't forget, you are not the one that's on trial here. You're the victim. Oh, I almost forgot. I got this number for you. It's um, a drug rehab. Do you know Odyssey House? They've got a really long Look, waiting list. I don't need no drug rehab, all right? Well, I called them, and they said that they'll take you right after trial. How's that? I didn't ask for no favors, right? Just take it, would you? 
So let's go through the story one time from the top. Look, I had enough of this shit. I'm tired, okay? I know what happened. Could you just please go? Would you get out of here? I just want to be by myself, okay? Please go! See you tomorrow. Just go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Elizabeth Carter, and I'm an assistant district attorney representing the people of New York. The opening statement is like the coming attractions of a movie, a preview of what you'll see and hear in this trial. First, Denise Moore will tell you that on November 11th, 1989, she went to visit a friend at 229 Kingman Street in Brooklyn. But her friend wasn't home, so she proceeded to leave the building. But she never made it. She'll tell you that, in the vestibule, a man jumped at her. His face was a foot from her, and nothing obstructed her view of him. That man was Jesse Williams, the defendant. She'll tell you that he put a knife to her throat and said, shut the fuck up, bitch, or I'll cut your face. She'll tell you that he took $50 and her gold chain, and but then I do agree. he cut her face with a knife. With one thing that Miss Carter said, Mr. Williams was picked out of a lineup and he was arrested. That's why he's here today. Not because he did anything on November 11th, 1989, but because a mistake was made on November 28th, 1989 by Denise Moore. For you will find that there was no evidence connecting Mr. Williams to the crime except for the opinion of Ms. Moore. You've heard Ms. Carter compare her opening statements to the coming attractions of a movie. Well, haven't we all had the experience of going to a movie that's been hyped up with great coming attractions, only to be let down when the movie didn't measure up? Mm -hmm. That'll be the case here today. So I'm counting on you to keep an open mind Make the prosecution carry the burden of proof. Wait for all the evidence, and only when Judge Ratner instructs you on the law, form an opinion. And when you do, at the end of this case, I am sure that you will end this nightmare for Jesse Williams and return a verdict of not guilty. Thank you. Ms. Carter, call your first witness. The people call Denise Moore. Denise Moore? Denise Moore. Your Honor, may I have a moment, please? Yes. I told you she 
two lap. Just wait. Do now. Just wait. Let's see what happens. Looks good. Raise your right hand. You swear to tell the truth in the testimony you're about to give here? I do. State your name for the record. Denise Moore. Miss Carter. Judge, may I inquire of the witness? Proceed. Oh, I want the two to fall. Give me the Ms. Moore, let me direct your attention Take to November plea, man. 11... Is there a problem, Mr. Ringle? Can we uh, approach the bench, Your Honor? I think you'd better. The judge, my client has indicated that he would like the two to four. What? He very vehemently says that he wants to plead guilty. I don't care what he wants. He's not getting a plea he turned down two days ago, not after we spent this kind of time and energy selecting a jury and the complainants on the stand. Judge, he doesn't want a trial. Well, Miss Carter, it's up to you. Your witness is up there. Let's talk. Now, don't even think about two to four, Mr. Ring. Judge, I told him two to four was out of the question. He understands. But can't we go one count down? He's not going to take four and a half to nine. He's not going to take four and a half to nine? I haven't even heard the DA offer it. Liz, we both know that your witness has got serious problems. The only thing shakier is my alibi. Offer the three to six. It's the only sure way you have of getting a conviction. With this guy, nothing's sure. I want him off the streets. Then offer the plea. He's got to plead to both the robbery and the assault. Both. Both. He's got to get up in court and admit he cut her. Out loud. And then you'll offer three to six. No. That's too low, Mr. Ringle. I won't take it. Well, how about three and a half to seven? Well, Mr. Williams, I just had a talk with your lawyer and the ADA. I told them I'd agree to sentence you to three and a half to seven years in state prison. Is that your understanding of the promise? Yes, it is. Now, did anybody make any threats to force you to plead guilty? Nah. So you're pleading guilty of your own free will? Yes, I am. Uh, is Mr. Ringle, who stands beside you, your attorney? Yes, he is. And are you satisfied with his services? Sure. Uh, Mr. Williams, tell me in your own words, 
what happened on November 11th, 1989 at 229 Kingman Street in the borough of Brooklyn. Mr. Williams. I took a knife and I robbed this woman. What woman? Her. Denise Moore. I stole her money and her chain. Your Honor, he's not finished, is he? No, he's not. Mr. Williams, what else did you do? Judge. Jesse, you got, you got to say it. <laughs> Jesse. I caught her with a knife. Where did you cut her? Her face. Have you told the truth here today? Yes. Allocution satisfactory, Miss Carter. Yes, Your Honor. Plea is accepted by the court. The defendant is remanded. How's uh, June 19th for sentencing? Good for me, Your Honor. I speak with my mother. On Your Honor. Mr. Williams would like a court visit with his mother. A brief one. And clerk, bring in the jurors. Hey, Ma. Jesse, honey. Miss Carter. Yes, Judge. Since we won't be on trial tomorrow, we'll be able to fit in a Wilson hearing. Will you be able to have your cops in here by then? I'm not sure, Judge. I'm not. I don't know if they're available. I mean, I can try. Don't just try, Miss Carter. Try hard. I'll expect you at 10 a.m. Gentlemen, as it turns out, this case will not be proceeding to trial. I'm therefore excusing you with my thanks and appreciation. I'm sure, had there been a trial, you would have distinguished yourselves as jurors. Thank you. Miss Carter, why the fuck did you make that damn deal? I wanted to testify. Denise, it was a big risk I didn't want to subject you to. Jesse's lawyer was going to be vicious. And you know, juries in Brooklyn, they'll set anyone free. 
but you were my lawyer. You were supposed to believe in me. Denise, I'm not your personal lawyer. I represent the people of New York, but I believed you. We had a chance to put this guy away for sure, and I took it. Look at my scar, Miss Carter. Look at it! It's not there for no three fucking years. It's there for the rest of my fucking life. I don't believe this shit, man. First my face gets fucked up by that fucking bastard, and then my head gets fucked over by you and that stupid judge. The people of New York, my fucking ass. What about me, huh? Who cares what happens to me? Who the hell cares if he gets out and slices me up once more, huh? Denise, we'll write the parole board. We'll get an order of protection. You'll be okay. I... I'll never be okay. This cause forever. Oh, I just heard a God that Jesse Williams can stand the death in prison. I hope they call that piece of shit a panther and knows how to fuck this veil. Look at what he did to me. Denise, I made a decision. I honestly believe it was the right one. I wish we could have put him away for 20 years, but this is the best we could do. Denise, you still have that drug rehab number I gave you? You still don't get it, do you? Why you let my son do that? Mrs. Charles, your son was facing a lot of time. He felt that taking the plea was his best option. Oh yeah, after you shoved it down his throat? Just another black boy going upstate is no big deal to you, is it, Mr. Ringel? Let's get one thing straight, Mrs. Charles. It was Jesse's choice, not mine. He made the decision, not me. <laughs> I was ready, willing, and able to try that. Oh, you goddamn lawyers. Dispensing your goddamn justice. You ask me, Mr. Ringo, it stinks. People don't take upstate time. Maybe he did it, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Ringle, the game's over. He cut a deal, and that's the truth of the matter. That's your truth, Liz. We all cut a deal. If the case had gone before a jury, they may have spoken a different truth, right? Right. 
should leave the coming attractions to Siskel and Ebert. Going down? Not just a second. I right, see you around, Ringo. Bye. What are you doing out here, Ringo? I thought you were on trial. Now, fold though, Mitchell. Williams took three and a half to seven. Great. And the boss told me to recruit the first warm body I could find for arraignments. There's a TNT sweepover in Sunset Park. We are backed up real bad. There's over 500 bodies no, in the system. Mitchell, tell me this is a bad dream. Hey, Ringle. This is what you get the big bucks for. The people are serving notice pursuant to 250-20 and 240-30. What's the offer, Mr. Crosley? An A misdemeanor in nine months. Jeez, very generous, Mr. Crosley. I'm sorry, but that's what's written down, Judge. Tell you what, Mr. Wise. Client pleads to the docket. We'll give him 60 days. Judge, I think a plea to the docket may be appropriate, but I was thinking probation. My client's never been given a shot at probation. I think he's someone who could use three years of supervision a lot more than 60 days in jail. I guess the cavalry has finally arrived. Nice to see you too, Judge. Get the probation. 60 days. Client interested. He's interested in 30 days, Your Honor. He's not as interested in... Leaving over us? Just simple possession, right? Two vowels of crap. That was for sale. Two cents. Because I got business. I got nowhere to go. Just trying to get home. I wasn't trying to buy any damn drugs. Leaving over us? Can a homeless person have anything to do with drugs? Was I selling drugs? Did I look like I sell drugs? Damn sure ain't taking nothing. Asking for a okay, Raymond. My name is David Ringle. I'm an attorney with legal aid, and I'm going to represent you. Before we do anything, I just want to tell you that you've been charged with robbery in the food. Robbery? Are you kidding me? Look, that crackhead owed me money. I went to see him, he gave it to me, and that's it. I didn't have no gun. He gave me the money. I mean, why would I be doing some dumb shit like a robbery when I'm already on parole for the same damn thing? Slow down, Raymond. There isn't gonna be any trial today, believe me. I just need enough information to get you out of jail. Right? Now, they're saying the robbery occurred on May 11th, 1990 at 11 p.m. on Flatbush and Nostrum. And they say that you held a gun to a man's head, you took his wallet, and he's going to the man's name is Christopher Johnson. Is that familiar? No. You ever heard of Christopher Johnson? No. 